Something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue on this episode of the Locked On Aggies Podcast. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Aggies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Joey Ikes. Thank you so much for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. It's a marriage tradition that dates back centuries. Wives will wear something from each one of these categories on their wedding day in hopes of bringing luck and success into their future marriage. We're going to take a little bit of a different approach, of course. Um, We're going to take a look at four members of the Aggies football team for 2022 and why they will be vital to the 2022 season being successful for the Aggies, just like all of those items that those wives, those brides will wear on their wedding day in hope of bringing success. So in terms of what these categories mean, something old, a veteran player, somebody who's been around the AM football program for a couple of years, um, needs to have a big time year, needs to step into a big role to uh, for the team to be successful. Something new, you guessed it, a true freshman who needs to step in right away as a starter um, or as a contributor. Something borrowed, a transfer, somebody who came from another school, um, could very well make a big difference in the program for the, for the 2022 season. And then something blue, that's a player returning from injury who should see a, a big role in 2022 and should make a, make a big impact. We're going to start something old, and we're going to go with Devon A-Chain. This is his third year in the A&M football program. Um, so this, he is a two-year letterman going into his junior true junior season. But this is his first year as the lead guy. So the last couple of years, Isaiah Spiller's been around. He's taken a majority of the carries. Um, he's now in the NFL with the uh, the Los Angeles Chargers as a fourth-round draft pick. And this is going to be Devon A. Chain's chance to show what he can do. So he really showed up in 2021 as a huge impact player. Uh, some of the most memorable plays from the 2021 season were made by Devon. Um, and so just some some numbers real quick some, from Pro Football Focus. He played 371 snaps uh, for the Aggies last year. On those snaps, he had 130 carries, 885 yards, and nine touchdowns. That's 6.8 yards per rush. And he had 18 carries for over 15 yards. So almost 15% of his carries went for greater than 15 yards. This guy is a big play waiting to happen. In addition to what he did as a as a ball carrier, he also had 24 catches in the passing game for 261 yards, over 10 yards per reception, and another touchdown. So altogether for the year, he had 154 touches for a little over 1,100 yards, 1,146 yards, 
and 10 touchdowns. That's a huge season from a guy who's considered a role player, only had 154 touches as a, a combo running back and pass catcher. Uh, this year, I would be shocked if he didn't see 200, 250, or even more touches combined between the run game and the pass game. Um, and the, the only real question, we know he can make big plays. We know he can hit home runs. The big question is, can he handle the big workload of being running back one for a team that wants to run the ball and wants to run the ball a lot and do it well? Um, and a big part of that is, can he ha- can he carry the ball between the tackles? Can he carry the ball from B-gap to B-gap? between the tackle, the left tackles inside shoulder and the right tackles inside shoulder between those areas. So for 2021, 80 of his 130 carries came between the tackles and he had 599 yards between the tackles. So that means he averaged almost eight yards a carry, almost eight or nine yards a carry. My math is going to be rough on that one. Um, He's shown he can make big plays from between the tackles. He's shown he can be a huge weapon for this offense, and he's going to need to be in 2022 because he's going to get such a big workload. Devin A-Chain, something old, sort of. No shot to Devon, but something old for this team. Been around, going to be a huge part of the year. Before we get to the new, the borrowed, and the blue, I've got to tell you guys about bet on line. That's right. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head online, head over to BetOnline today and or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. That's BetOnline, where the game starts. You can get over there and hammer that over on the A&M win-loss total. Something new. There's a plethora of choices. When you sign the number one recruiting class in the history of college football, it becomes very difficult to choose who the most impactful true freshman is likely to be for your football team. We could have gone with Walker Nolan. We could have gone with any of the other five-star recruits. We are going to go with Evan Stewart. Evan Stewart's a wide receiver, and he's a phenomenal prospect, and he's going to be an extremely important part of this A&M offense in 2022 from the moment he hits the ground. And I'll tell you why. He is unique in the passing offense that AM has, and he is a weapon that the offense has not had at the wide receiver position in a long time. And that is that he has legit speed. This is a guy who ran a 10, 5, 8, 100 meters as a junior in high school. 
legit speed. We have seen how the speed of Devon A-Chain, who we just talked about, can impact the football game on a down-in and down-out basis. And they now have a guy not quite as fast as Devon, who is, you know, SEC championship, national championship level track speed. But this guy, Evan Stewart, has that legit track and field speed and combines it with the skill to play wide receiver at the college level. He can separate anywhere on the field, all three levels, short, intermediate, and deep. And that deep part, the last part, is really where Stewart is going to make a difference for this offense. The thing that this offense has felt like it has lacked for several years is the ability to hit big plays down the field in the passing offense when it needs it. So many of the big plays have had to come from A-Chain or in the past Spiller breaking a big run or Anaya Smith getting the ball underneath and making somebody miss. And Evan Stewart brings a downfield component to this offense that we just haven't seen in years in College Station. And the buzz from spring practice was that Stewart, who enrolled early as part of the class, that uh, part of several of the guys from the, the 2022 recruiting class that enrolled early, he hit the ground running in the spring and was dynamic and was absolutely one of their best offensive weapons from the moment he set foot on the field. So it's going to be really exciting to watch what he does as fall camp unfolds here over the course of the next few weeks and as we get into the season. And if he is what we hope he can be, his skill set will open up this Aggies offense in a really important, really, really important way. Um, and that is if teams have to play and have to defend the full field. So we already know they're going to have to defend the 53 yards wide because of what AM can do underneath with A-Chain and with Anaya Smith and with some of the other guys that they have underneath. With a guy like Evan Stewart, who can take the top off of the defense, is the wording used to describe it a lot of times, if he can get deep and make these defenses defend 40 yards down the field or 50 yards down the field in addition to 53 yards wide, it just creates space for everybody to operate. It makes the offensive line's job easier because teams can't send as much pressure because of the fact they have to be worried about getting beat over the top against it. They can't crowd the line of scrimmage so much in the running game because Evan Stewart will run by them. They can't clog the intermediate and underneath areas for the tight ends and the other wide receivers as much because, again, they have to be aware of Evan Stewart in the passing game. The tactical value of a piece like this in your offense is immense, and we will see that play out over the course of the season for AM. Let's move on to something borrowed. There really aren't a ton of options for this one, and not nearly as many as there were uh, for something new. Something borrowed is a transfer. They weren't super active in the portal this year, uh, landing only two, uh, only two transfers in total. The obvious answer here is the big transfer, Max Johnson, the quarterback who transfers in from LSU. 
We've gone over the numbers. We've gone over the breakdown here. We've talked about the quarterback room and the quarterback competition that's going to go on. Max was absolutely swimming upstream at LSU in 2021. And he still managed to complete 60% of his passes, throw 27 touchdowns and six interceptions. And as all of us will remember as A&M fans, happened to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns in the last game of the year to take down the Aggies and, uh, and, and really put a stop to a lot of the momentum that A&M had built going into the late part of the season. Um, Max's impact is going to depend a lot on whether he wins the starting job or not uh, in terms of 2022. If he wins the starting job and plays at a high level, this is the biggest one of the whole conversation. We've talked about how this is really the question that matters for the year. Um, but even if he doesn't win the starting quarterback job, he still is the most important something borrowed for this team um, because quarterback depth is huge. It's so important. We saw it last year play out where if AM had a backup quarterback behind Haynes King as capable as Max Johnson was, and Max Johnson has been a backup quarterback who filled in for a guy from injury and played well before. Zach Calzada had a, a fantastic year in 2021 at AM as the quarterback after taking over um, after Haynes King's injury, but it took a few games to get there because of the lack of experience from Calzada. That will not be the problem if Max Johnson is the backup, and quarterback depth is almost impossible to have, especially experienced quarterback depth, because quarterback, there's not that many quarterbacks in the world capable of playing at the highest levels of college football or the NFL. And so these guys who can don't normally wind up as backups. And so either Haynes King or Max Johnson or Connor Wigman, for that, for that matter, are going to be extremely highly capable backup quarterbacks if they don't win the quarterback gig. Uh, as the starter and whoever is the starter is going to be consistently pushed and is going to receive a lot of support from these other guys. In addition to the offensive coaching staff, this depth is almost impossible to have. And it's extremely important. Something borrowed Max Johnson, something blue is Trey zoom. So this is, I'm stretching a little bit here. Uh, Trey zoom was injured in, 2020 as a high school senior I believe came into spring ball as an early enrollee and missed the spring in terms of the on-field workouts because he was rehabbing the injury and wound up playing in only four games in 2021 and took a medical took a red shirt that year um, so he's coming into 2022 as a red shirt freshman and he's set to start as the left tackle for AM, for a team that wants to be one of the best teams in college football, for a team that wants to run the ball and needs to get better in pass protection. Um, he's had a year and a half to prepare himself to make the transition from Colorado high school football to Texas AM, the SEC college football at the absolute highest levels. And it's going to be very exciting to watch him take advantage of that opportunity. He's listed by AM at 6'6", 315. So he is a huge, huge human being. 
And the buzz late in the year last year was that Trey was working to a point where he would have been the st- he would have been a starter in the bowl game had they played the bowl game and not had the uh, the pandemic issues and things like that. Um, and that drumbeat continued, and this is what we want to see with these players. We we hear good things in the bowl practice, then we want to hear them again in the spring, and then we want to hear them again as we get into the fall through, you know, the media day circuit, we want to hear these, these guys be talked about and we want to hear it go into the fall. And that drum beat has continued from last winter into spring where he really solidified himself as the starting left tackle and is absolutely going to be the guy at left tackle there. And the real question is, can he be an upgrade over Jameer Johnson? Because if he can be that upgrade, if he can be, if he can be a solid player at worst and be a real stud at best at left tackle, the ceiling or the floor for this AM offense comes way up, as does the ceiling. And so just the ability to know that the left tackle spot's going to take be taken care of by Trey Zoon. Ruben Fathery is going to play the right tackle spot. We know what Big L, Layden Robinson, is going to do at right guard. Bryce Foster should be better this year as a center than he was coming in last year. Um, And then we have questions at left guard, but we have competition at left guard. That's okay. As long as the, is if left tackle is solid and center is solid, the left guard position can be okay. That's why it's huge. That's why Trey Zune is our something blue in this conversation today. So that's what we've got. Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Four guys to watch out for as we look into fall camp, getting rolling in the next week or so, and all the things that go into the games that are going to be started just a few weeks after that. We have Devin A-Chain. We have Layden Robinson, or not Layden Robinson. I'm talking about offensive line. Trey Zoon, Evan Stewart, and, um, and Max Johnson. Four guys to watch as we go into the year. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can find me on Twitter at Joey Ikes. You can read my writings about all things Texas A&M over at aggieswire.usatoday.com. And you can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Aggies. Please subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice and check out our YouTube channel, Locked On Aggies as well. Do all of the YouTube things like comment, share, subscribe, Hit that little notification bell um, so that you get notified every time we publish a new video and rate and review the podcast wherever you listen. It really is going to help grow the show as we move into this fall season and we get into AM football 2022, where they try to make a run at the SEC. And speaking of the SEC, get more on the SEC by making Locked On Aggies or Locked On SEC your second listen after you listen to Locked On Aggies. Every day, Chris Gordy and the local experts of Locked On take you across the SEC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On SEC your second listen. That's Locked On SEC.